1: doctors from both Eastern and Western disciplines, authors, change makers, thought leaders, and more. Our mission is to bring you information that is both thought-provoking and encourages you to look closer at your mental and emotional well being.
0: We give you tips and insights to taking the next steps.
1: If you have already gotten into the door, we'll get you to go a little deeper. Each week, we're going to have real conversations, helping you work through your mental wellness questions and reminding you that you are not alone. Mental wellness is our passion. We practice what we preach. It is our mission to touch as many souls as we can with this content and leading you to a place of mental clarity and well-being.
0: So for the next hour, let's work together, lay back on the couch and get real. Well, hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Be Real. It's me, Diana Gasparoni, and I am here with my wonderful co-host,
1: Hey, 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 Anisha is here. It is Friday. It is gloomy and it it's cold in New York, but I'm in a good mood. Let's do this. Oh, I'm happy. To, I'm so happy to hear that. I
0: am, <laughs> I'm in a good mood this morning, too. I got up. I've been trying to get out of bed at 6 15. Um, okay. I know it's a thing. I've been like, you know, falling into the, to, to the, to the, whatever it is, the winter slumber of like, there's no sun out at 615. So I've just been lying in the bed. But I'm like, no, I'm going to get up. And now I'm having hot water and lemon Mm -hmm. and then having my coffee and listening to um, something inspirational on my headphones before my day starts. I can't lie it has changed. Okay. We're on day four ladies. Let's make sure that I am not like blowing this up. Like I have like changed the world, my entire world, but so far so good. I really like it. Um, and it's definitely helping me set my, set the tone
1: for my day. It's interesting because I too am working on my sleep schedule. Um, so I have a business coach uh, Ms. Randy's in. We met yesterday and we were talking about my sleep schedule because um, I say that I'm very productive in the morning. However, I've been going to bed later and later at night. So I haven't been very productive in the morning. I have been very productive at night. So um, the thought is that I'm going to try to go to bed earlier, but I think I might be more productive at night. Last night, I stayed up until 3 a.m. and I got so much done. Now, it doesn't make for a good morning routine. However, I clean the house. I made my to-do list. Like I had, I got so much accomplished. So I'm trying to figure out what time of day is going to be my time. Is it going to be the morning or is it going to be the evening? I haven't quite figured it out yet.
0: Um, remember when we had uh, my friend Dawn on and we talked about Ayurveda? Yes. So I figured out my most productive time of day by my dosha. So time I am that. the most productive. I am the most productive between six and ten in the morning. Mm. Mm -hmm. And our doshas are different. And um, I wonder if, in fact, your dosha would suggest that you are more nocturnal.
1: I think so. I do love the morning, though. However, it is something about at night, I get this second wind, I get this, it's like a boost of energy, like I drink a Red Bull or something. And I am just, yeah, in overdrive. And I get so much done. I just can't allow myself to sit in front of the TV. Like I just can't sit on the couch. As long as I don't go towards the couch, I'll get so much done. Um, I think I told you I had never watched Grey's Anatomy, which is like blasphemous, but I had never watched it. Now and- that
0: you've watched it, you understand that it is blasphemy, right? Like, yes. like no, Although non, all the non people out there who aren't watching don't know what they're missing.
1: So I started to like binge and I was like, okay, you can't go down this road. So now I'm like one episode only. And then- I'll do other things because I want to bring back reading. And I think we were talking about that recently. So it's last week with Dr. Kim,
0: didn't we talk about that? Yeah. Talk about that. That's my next, I've been listening to books Mm -hmm. and I've been reading in the morning. My next step is to read at night. So I also like a little TV at the end of the day, but then I'm putting myself to bed earlier, which is really hard because I'm a, I can fall asleep on the couch, but for the past couple of nights, you know. I'm making it sound like it's been a long time. It's only been four, four days. days.
1: <laughs> four days, people.
0: Four. I definitely <laughs> have been getting up and putting myself on the couch. And I just ordered new pajamas. So I'm super excited for my new pajamas. They should be on their way.
1: We're working um, on it. We're working on our sleep schedules. <laughs>
0: We're working on our sleep schedules and working on taking care of ourselves better, uh, which is going to let... Lead me to the women who actually take care of us. (laughs) Yeah. And make sure that we show up on Fridays on time. So we are very fortunate to have Jessica with us today, who's always with us on Friday. Hey, hey, Jess. Hello. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, girl. So this is it, right? This is it. I mean, it's so, so final. final. (laughs) This is, I mean, this is the, this is, this is, this is it until we get to, we get to meet your, your other one, your, your person that you're
2: cooking. And my child. Yeah. So yeah, it's my last kind of not last hurrah cause it's not fun questions, but yeah, it's my, one of my last recordings, you know, until Until I have a child.
0: Yeah. And we're handing the baton off to Amber. Amber's going to be taking Hello. care of us. Hey, Amber. Hey, happy well, to be here. Oh, we are happy to have you. Thank you so much. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going to happen in today's show, but you just had a baby. I did. And you may hear him in the background because he just woke up from a nap.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> right on I love it.
0: <laughs> so fun. Yeah, So, so hope so, taking care of that. So, so it's all good fun so your sleep schedule is totally out of whack what do you what's your sleep schedule like well he's
1: good now he sleeps eight to eight oh nice. that sounds great yes yes with a few wake-ups where i have to like go throw a binky in but now i just put like four binkies in the crib he finds them through the night and it's pretty good self-sufficient so. Yeah. You are training yeah. that you gotta baby make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
0: He's going to be like, I know where everything is, mom. I got this. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: trying to make him very independent. <laughs> He's like
0: reaching for all the corners. Oh, I got it. I know what to do. Don't worry. You sleep. I love that. It's
1: actually pretty funny. He'll just take one and then he'll take it out and then he'll replace it and like hold, hold one. And I'm like, I don't know, but he sleeps. So that's all I can hope for. <laughs>
0: Well, we are, you know, he's welcome anytime, right, Anisha?
1: Yes, we would love to see him. We love babies around here.
0: Yeah, we love a baby. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. So are you, you ready to hang out with us on Fridays? I mean, it's not so bad. I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, what do we do? We just hang out, we talk to people. I don't know. What else, Anisha? We laugh.
1: We, we laugh, which is why I love Fridays and I love the podcast because what you guys don't hear when, you know, we're not recording is we're laughing, we're joking, we're really having a good time. And it just shows how much you can connect with people that you are not with physically, right? And so we are all on Zoom together and we're able to connect and it's amazing. I love it.
0: I know. It's so weird that we have been doing this and we haven't been in person. Yeah. And so, you know that in a couple of weeks, we're going to be on our 50th episode.
1: I know. I can't believe it. I, I It feels like it went by so quickly, but not.
0: <laughs> but, but but, it did. But like 50. So if it's every week and we've had 50 episodes, like it's 52 weeks, weeks in a year. Again, I'm not going to curse. We've been doing this for a long ass time. And in a in pandemic. Sa- in a pandemic. I think that's amazing. Again, we should pat ourselves on the back. So to celebrate and to honor our 50th uh, anniversary, we're going to have a live event. Yes. Uh, we're going to have a panel discussion. It's our first panel discussion. It's not a round table. It's a little be different because we mm-hmm. have more. We have <laughs> Because not enough. we don't have enough room to sit around. Like if there was a table, I don't have a round table big enough. So it has to be a panel because they're going to be spread out. <laughs> um, so we have Bava Therapy Group. We have two members of Bava, Bava Therapy Group. We have, remember we had Veronica. She was here at one point. So she's coming with one of the therapists that works for her, Lyrica. And then we have... Natalia Edmund, Right. mindful
1: and multicultural counselor.
0: Yes. So we have her. She's coming. I'm excited. I actually heard her speak on a podcast recently, and she does some amazing work uh, around anti-racism and how to really talk about it in a therapeutic way. Uh, uh-huh. And I know that Lyrica from Baba Therapy Group put together a 12-week anti-racism program for therapists it's a ceu training that um she's going to talk about and then we have carrie moore who is the founder of a good place Therapy group in lower Manhattan, who's also been really actively involved in the conversation. So it'll be exciting and it'll be thought-provoking and interesting. And I hope that therapists and non-therapists come and listen. So that will be posted on our social media channels on Instagram and on Facebook. And you can find the link on the events page. And we will be hosting it on Crowdcast. And then before and that'll be on Thursday, the 28th at seven. And then the week before that, on the 21st, our very own Dr. Victoria Rodriguez, and I emphasize doctor, Doctor. (laughs) she got her doctorate this year, shout out to Victoria, during a pandemic. And uh, she's doing a live event, uh, one of the wellness talks that we offer monthly at Be Well, and hers is on mental health and leadership. And she's uh, addressing people in leadership pro- leadership roles within corporation also entrepreneurs and her doctorate is in leadership and she also has a social work degree and is an lmsw and a therapist for us so that should be really exciting um that is thursday the 21st at 7 also hosted on crowdcast also found mm-hmm. in our social media channels and also found on our events page at be Well psychotherapy backslash events
1: we are covered here we
0: are covered <laughs> Now we also have a show today.
1: <laughs> we do. We, we do have a show. We do have a show. <laughs> that we have to get to. Huh? We have to get to. <laughs> so, are you going to introduce our guest, Diana?
0: I can. I can. I can introduce our guest. I really like her. Uh, so, Dr. Christy Messenger. Uh, she is one of the managers in leadership at Kind Body. Kind Body, they believe that everyone should have ha- access to convenient, affordable fertility and family building care. And this belief is what unifies all at Kind Body. So we are super excited because what uh, Kind Body is doing for women and uh, just for the whole OBGYN experience and family planning is amazing. Sit back, grab your tea. And have a listen as you know i am a huge supporter of therapy and if there was ever a time to prioritize your mental well-being it's now as the founder of be well psychotherapy i am proud to announce my team is leading the way in online therapy BeWell is based in New York City, and we were one of the first practices to pivot to online therapy with the outbreak of COVID-19.
1: With over 15 licensed therapists, BeWell offers a variety of methodologies and approaches so you can select a therapist that is a good fit for you. We help individuals of all ages, including kids, teens, couples, and wait for it, we even have online group therapy. There is no need to struggle alone with feelings of depression, anxiety, isolation, grief, or loss. To learn more, visit BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text BeWell, that's one word, to 484848 to get connected with a therapist today.
0: Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com or text well one word, B-E-W-E-L-L to 484848 to get connected to a therapist today. And now back to our amazing
1: show. Hey, hey, hey. We are back at Be Real. It is 2021. We're a couple of weeks into 2021. Where's my co-host? How are you doing this morning, Diana?
0: You know, I'm good. I'm good. It's Friday. I'm psyched. I
1: mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm mean, i excited because we have Dr. Christy Messenger here with us. Diana, I'm gonna give you a moment to gush about her and how much she, so early. So excited that she's you want me here. to do it,
0: you want me to do it a top? The top of the show? Okay. Do the thing. Do the thing that you I know where the offices of Kind Body are. So we used to have an office in the Flatiron and I walked back and forth and back and forth waiting for you to open while you were getting that flag. I'm going to call it your flagship location. I'm not sure if it is or not because I know that you're going to tell us more about where you are. And then I dug deep into what you guys were offering and what you guys were doing. And I'm so excited about how accessible your services are for all women and I, I just I, I can't get it I cannot get enough so again we went hard trying to get you on the show today <laughs> it was, I was like I want them <laughs> so I'm super excited you're here today so can you uh, just jump right in introduce yourself and tell our guests a little bit about who you are
2: Yes, I'm Christy Messenger, and I trained at Mount Sinai and then have been practicing OBGYN in New York ever since, since about 10 years. Kind Body has been around for about two years, and I recently joined a couple months ago, and it is exciting. It's absolutely an amazing company. Um, and yes, as you mentioned, we are trying to offer full care for women from GYN care to fertility, which is where it started, to health and wellness, therapy, acupuncture. Um, We want this to be one-stop shop for women where every need that they may potentially have can be fulfilled here. I'm
1: so excited about you being here. Once (laughs) I went through your website, I was like, yes. I mean, it feels like every step of the way of a woman's journey, you guys are there for them, right? Like even when I saw, you know, parenting, lactation consultation, like you helped them with childcare and returning to work, like it felt like you guys thought about all of the things, right? Every step on the journey of my health and wellness, my mental health is important before I have the baby, you know, during the process and someone for someone who's been through IVF and IUI, like I really appreciate all that you offer.
2: That is our goal is really to keep adding on components. So the company is fairly new. It's only been about two years or so of Actual open doors, and so we are Mm -hmm. constantly adding things. But as you said, we're starting with the, the preconception part. So anything and everything you need to know prior pregnancy. So that includes all of your gyn health, your pap smears, any kind of issues you may have, and then up through the point of planning for pregnancy. So there's a lot in preparation for that. And then depending on you know if you're trying to conceive naturally, or you have a same sex partner, or you've been trying for some time and had some difficulties. We can help you through all of that. And then, of course, the postpartum care and throughout all of these things that I just mentioned, you have to remember there's other pieces. So there's mental health and there's therapy and there's coaching and nutrition and all of these things. So you have access to all of that throughout each step. And then we keep adding on and growing. So we will be adding on some new sites this year, one of which will be starting OB care. So that will be our first dive into OB, which eventually we also hope to to incorporate into all of time Body, but it's step by step. So we're starting with one.
0: Amazing. And where are you, where are you located?
2: We I am at the flagship store, which our location, which is in uh, Flatiron on Fifth Avenue between 15th and 16th. We also have a location at Bryant Park here in New York City, and then we're also located in Santa Monica, LA, San Francisco. Coming actually very soon in March, we will be opening Atlanta, and then throughout the year. Uh, Seattle, Orlando, Austin, sure. And then there will be more upcoming, but those are the ones that are slated to actually have opening dates.
1: That's amazing. You guys are taking part <laughs> I love
2: well, we're it. We're trying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it's so, it's so important and that you like really considering every step of the journey is I get over, I get all, this is what happens. I get in every episode, I get like really overwhelmed (laughs) and like I don't, I don't know where to go. I lose my train of thought because I'm so excited that like you're taking every step of like what happens emotionally and physically into consideration as you're really Um, talking about these very important steps and the relationship between a woman and her body and how to articulate that and how to advocate for herself is so important. And we've been in such a male dominated place, especially with medicine and how this just gives women an opportunity to express themselves and be themselves and have a the space to articulate what they really need. And it's so, so important. And you're going to be, you're taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> one, we're one place at a time. Which
2: I love. We're, we're trying, we're trying to change the face of medicine. That's the goal. Care has always been so fragmented mm-hmm. and that's what we're trying to minimize. You know, it's even as a practicing OBGYN prior to being at kind body, it, it can be difficult because each field has its own um, kind of unique area of expertise and then Once you've hit that limit, such as with OBGYN, you know, okay, we can do preconception counseling and all your GYN care, and we can do the initial part of, oh, we're trying to help you get pregnant and you're having some difficulty. But then there comes a point when, when you're done and and as a a generalist, you can't go very much farther. And so then you kind of send the patient out into the world and hope for the best and hope that she eventually comes back, maybe pregnant and, you know, and, and that's just kind of the end of it. And, and that's not the way that it is here at Kind Body, it's we can absolutely complete that step. Um, And it works the same with, with everything else. You know, you'll have a patient, you're, you're working on her preconception or, you know, GYN and she needs a nutrition consult. And it's the same thing. You send her out into the world and hope that she makes the appointment and someone follows up with her and, and that's it. But here again, not only do we offer it, but um, through our portal, which was specifically designed for us. And again, constantly being improved I, as the physician, can actually put into her chart, she needs a nutrition consult. And what happens on her end is that it pops up a screen for her when she logs in to schedule a nutrition appointment. So she's not calling, she's not trying to find someone. She has a button that she literally clicks on and can schedule that appointment. And then we know that she's accomplishing these tasks that, that she needs to be doing. So it's we're really trying to pull it all together in one piece.
1: Yeah, you do definitely minimize the referring out to all the other, you know, resources that's needed. And you kind of just, I think we all want convenience, Um, especially New Yorkers, right? Like we live and thrive on convenience. And I love how convenient this is, right? That I don't have to worry if I come in as a woman, I'm like, okay, it's like a one-stop shop. Like everything I need, I can get here. And when I looked at the website, I noticed that most of your doctors are women. Is that something that's intentional?
2: As of right now, the field of OBGYN is, is just becoming more and more dominated by women. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we do want women providing care for women, but we're not exclusive by any means. So okay. the mm-hmm. right candidate comes along. We're absolutely open and, and have employed male physicians in the past. Um, so it mm-hmm. just kind of depends on the right candidate and who's going to fit well, really with the culture of Kind Body. Uh, we, okay. we want... And this goes for all employees, not just physicians, but we want people who at the heart of everything are kind it's in our name. This is what we want to promote. We want people who genuinely care about what they're doing, how they're helping these patients, that every single person can be greeted with that smile and that energy and really feel like they have someone throughout their entire journey with us. And so it's really more about that energy and who's Mm -hmm. going to fit well with the culture.
0: Greeted by kindness, especially when I walk into a doctor's office, is nothing. There's nothing else I want more. And I was just thinking, my last experience um, with a new gynecologist was so bad. I can't wait to come across the river. It was like she didn't even want to know my name. I'm like, uh, just ask me anything. It, it was like any, anything. It was I was we were literally together for yeah whatever however long it takes to have the appointment, and then she was like, okay, peace out. I was like, you don't want to know anything about me? Nothing? Nada? Zero? Zip? Nope. She wanted to know nothing. And I was like, it was so cold that I knew I wasn't going to go back. So just to hear that there's like that actual thought to the level of kindness uh, that goes into this very, it's such an intimate experience that you have with a doctor, most specifically with a gynecologist, OBGYN. Let's think about that. That's a very intimate moment you want them to actually want to know your name. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it honestly as a practitioner kills me personally that that so many women have these experiences and I, as as a physician, I understand where some of it comes from. Unfortunately, with managed care and having to see so many patients and mm-hmm. whatnot, um, just to literally pay the bills and keep the lights on, um, and it's an unfortunate direction our our healthcare system has taken at the moment. But that's also the thing about Kai Body, where. We want to change that culture, and we have the ability to really try to spend that extra few minutes with the patient and try to really get to know them, understand their full history, you know, help them get to know us so that they feel comfortable here. And patients have a lot of questions, and that, you know, getting rushed in, getting rushed out, feeling of, of no one cares i'm just another number um is a horrible feeling and i hope that you know this could be at least a start for one place one medical group to really try to say hey it can be different let's strive for that
1: yeah you know um I recently went through the um, IVF process. And so I do realize that it was so important for me because the process of going in every morning, you know, getting the blood tests and the, um, the ultrasounds. And so I knew all of the nurses, I knew the women who, you know, took my blood and who did the ultrasound, that mattered so much to me. Like when I went in, it was good morning and they knew my name and there was a relationship that was formed because it can be very isolating Um, And I did all of this during COVID. So very alone, you know, my partner wasn't able to be there. So I just appreciated so much the kindness that was given to me from them. It made the experience so much easier because it's very difficult and it's a very emotional process. And so for me to hear that, I just feel like that, that warms my heart because I know how important it was for me. And it's kind of intimidating when you go in there, right? Because, you know. There's so many questions, like you said, it's so much we don't know. And sometimes we, you don't understand. And so you have all these questions and you want to make sure you do everything right. And so to have someone kind of hold your hand is so important.
2: Yes. And that I think all women's healthcare, when we're talking about anything sensitive, women want that, but Mm -hmm. there's nothing more sensitive than when you're going through any type of fertility treatment, whether it is infertility, whether it's IVF, whether it's, I'm just want to freeze my eggs and I'm otherwise healthy. And I'm doing this for, it's still a lot and it's very intensive. And yes, there's so many visits and there's so many questions because really there's no education on this either. Mm -hmm. And so women are going into this 100% blind. And I'll tell you, even from my own experience, I did freeze my eggs back several years. And I'm a physician, I know what this stuff (laughs) is, I have more education than most people who aren't in medicine. And it's still a crazy process. And I'm fortunate to have the background. But every time I wondered, If I didn't have this background, what would I need to know? Because I'm not always getting that. And so we try to fill that gap. And every time a patient comes in for their visits in the morning, as you discussed, they are going through their regular parts of the visit, the sonogram, the blood work, and so on. But they're also seeing a nurse and someone that they've known through the process. They have their dedicated nurse. And each nurse is here most days. If there happens to be one filling in, of course, that'll, that'll happen on occasion. But for the most part, it's the same one. So they have that relationship. They can ask their questions they're not intimidated by the process because it's someone familiar literally someone to hold their hand for that 10 to 14 days while they're going through the process and then depending on if they do multiple cycles or they do the the freezing process first and come back later for you know the ivf portion it's it's you're still going to see the same people
0: okay i don't even know where to begin i'm so excited um <laughs> i get so excited about these but i'm gonna i want to start with Uh, the first thought that came to my head around the egg freezing and that process. Now, personally, I have had a number of young women uh, in my practice who I have worked with therapeutically for years to get to the point of egg freezing just what that experience or what that means and what it's like. And it's um, I'm a, I, I don't want to age myself today, but like this wasn't a conversation that we were having and I was going to not do that today, but I can't help it. We, we weren't having this conversation when I was in my thirties. It wasn't as uh, prominent as it is now. Like it wasn't, it, it was there. Obviously I'm not a hundred, but it was not like as um, I guess, available or it, we didn't have social media. So it wasn't as much, there wasn't as much information. There's what wasn't as much talk about it. And now there's information, but there's the emotional piece. So what I'm trying to get at is do, do you have like pre-egg freezing, like, like the pre-cana for egg freezing? That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Like, are you ready for this commitment? And what does it mean? There we go.
2: Yes. So most women here start with what's called a fertility assessment. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting in everything that you were saying, I still feel that even though the information is out there, and much more so, it's not enough which again is another thing that KindBody is trying to change. And so it still surprises me how many women come in for that initial fertility assessment and they may be 37 and this is a new concept to them. Mm-hmm. So just a plug for that, we just need to get this information out there even more. And thank you for doing such a podcast to, to do so. But what typically happens is they come for their fertility assessment and that is often you know, the introduction other than whatever it was that made them make the appointment. And so at that appointment, we really go through the entire process of what to expect and what. You know how this works because most women don't understand that either. And so I think they get a lot out of that visit to begin with. And then, yes, um, we do offer on our website so they can book appointments for any kind of therapy, counseling, um, depending on what their journey is. So we're talking specifically now about egg freezing, but you know, if they are doing something further and wanting to do an intrauterine insemination with donor sperm or so on and so forth, we have third party counseling. And it's all to bring it all together.
1: I realize that you've made it so accessible. I think that's a big part of all of this is how accessible it is. And I know with all, not with all, all most insurances will give you some type of infertility benefits, but not all. And so going through your website, I noticed the pricing and I, I would love for us to kind of talk about that because it is so accessible. And I think that sometimes people don't try to freeze their eggs or do IUI or IVF because they just think that they can't afford it, right? Cause they have no idea how much it costs. And so you, guys have rates for people who are paying out of pocket and you make it so accessible. So can we talk about like how important that was for you guys to make this accessible to
2: all women? Absolutely. So that was kind of where Kind Body started. That's how Kind Body was born. We wanted to make this type of care available for the majority of women, not just the upper 1% that can afford the exponential prices of where any of this egg freezing, embryo freezing IVF, where it started and where in a lot of places it still exists. And so kind body is not just a solo medical practice. We have other avenues of revenue to allow us to have the medical practice and be able to make these prices more affordable. And one of those avenues is that we offer um, plans to employers. So for instance, you can work at um, whatever company you you decide to work for and they want to offer in addition to your your health insurance and your dental insurance, they can offer KindBody as an option for fertility. And so revenue from that basically supplements what other medical practices need to get solely from the patient. And another big part of this is transparency. That is huge at Kind Body. We want every patient to know upfront everything that she can possibly know, not only about her health and her body, but about the procedures and about the cost, because that's important and that's a major factor for most people to decide whether or not they can do this. And so we try to discount it. And if you compare prices, um, you'll notice ours is typically about half to two thirds of what other average places are offering.
0: Again, here we go, overwhelmed. (laughs) I I was waiting for you. I (laughs) I get so excited. (laughs) You know how excited I am, Agnisha, about this idea that this is offered as part of the benefits package at different places where you can be employed. I mean, that in itself is such a gift because it takes – I mean, when you think about it and you get like your healthcare package and then you go, okay, I want – I think I want to do this. And then you start looking through the scrolling oh through the list of the doctors that are like in your network in that area. You have no idea. And you're like, what the mother? Blo- I'm not cursing today, Dawn. And then you see that you have this option <laughs> that actually has kindness in the title and you're like well hell yeah I know exactly where I'm going like it's a no-brainer like all the things that you need are right there and you can partner your employer also thinks enough of women that they would actually partner with kind body is also something that you're like I there's so many layers to it that it's just (sighs) go ahead Anisha (laughs) take over take over from here um, I, I'm like, I'm like, can we afford it? If you will, I don't know if we can, but I'm looking, I'm writing all my notes. Go well, ahead. I'm
1: glad that you are writing your notes. Cause I think that, you know, more and more women are trying to plan pregnancies in a different way these days. Right. Because the fact that, you know, career has become so important. Um, and so we have to plan in a different way now to, um, start a family. So I love that you guys are saying like, okay, come in for a consultation. Let's sit down and talk. Let's figure out where you are. We'll tell you the next steps. You figure out if this is the right time and, you know, and if you need to save for it, whatever you need to do to prepare, I'm going to give you all the information so you can make the best decisions for you. And that's what I think is really important because I think one of the barriers to treatment is just lack of knowledge. Women just don't know. They just, they just have no idea. Um, I went on my Instagram and I did a live about my um, journey with fertility and people were just so stunned right around all of it the the money the procedures the process everything I think that there's so many things that tell us oh you can be you can have a baby at 40 you can have a baby at 45 and it's just like no you might want to talk about this a bit earlier um, so well- yeah. <laughs>
0: Yes. And I think that like there was that there's the celebrity onslaught of like, yes. it's so easy to have a baby. And like you hear, I know I hear women when they come into my office and they're like, but so, you know, like she had a baby, she was 45. I was like, yeah, there's a little bit more to it, but let's go back. <laughs> let's go back just a little bit. And I know, and I know Adnisha does this. We're both cognizant of where our, patients are and the process in their lifespan. Mm-hmm. And then it's, well, should we, should we be talking about having a baby? And what is that going to look like? And where, where should we go with the, with the conversation in the room for us? And then now thinking that there's actually somebody out there who's really going to listen to a woman in a new and important way and start that planning process with them and be able to partner in such a, there's so much collaboration that's happening at Kind Body that like you feel taken, I feel taken care of. And I, uh, there's, I'm not but I feel taken care of in this conversation.
2: <laughs> yes. So I think that, and everything you were saying is, is such a huge part of kind body. So we have a lot of little sayings and things that we use to motivate us. And if you come to our offices, you'll see these kind of, not quotes, but kind of around the office. So one of them is own your future. And We really want women to be able to understand their bodies, understand what our biology is, the limitations of it, and be able to take charge of their future. We've been told that about our careers, but this is about our reproductive life. And the majority of our life is spent trying to figure out how not to get pregnant, that we just kind of forget about the, well, but we do you want to at some point and how do we do that and yes everything you're saying is correct you know this celebrity was pregnant at 47 or 52 or whatever and oh it's so easy but that's not the full story and women don't know that because we're not ever educated on that and so for us at Kind Body when we do our fertility assessments that's where we start How does biology work? What are the limitations of it? How do we work within our own biology to be able to give you the future that you want within reason to the age that you want to start your family planning? And we go through what that takes um, early on in preservation and how old you want to be with your first child and, you know, how long it really takes to get pregnant with the second child and planning, you know, maybe the first child you conceive naturally, but maybe baby number three, you're 45 and it's going to be a little more difficult. How do we plan for that baby? And so really taking your own future into your own hands.
1: I love that you mentioned that for so long as women, we're always trying to figure out how to not get pregnant. Like that's all that is discussed with us since we, as soon as we hit puberty, I gather, right? Like, it's just like, don't get pregnant. This is what you do. These are all all the birth controls that you can use the many, many, many birth controls, but no one is talking about, well, what about when I want to start a family and how do I do that? And how do I prepare for that? So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. Cause I know women out there that are listening, they realize that's, that's the messaging that you received.
0: And as soon as you said, it, I think Anisha and I both looked to each other. We were like, Oh, right. So, uh, early in my, um, my career, I was a sexual health educator in uh, middle schools and high schools throughout New York city. I remember specifically working in this one school for this. And the principal would come into my office and say to me, you have to stop them from getting pregnant. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know if I can do that. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that. And it was like an old school conversation where she's like, just, just tell them to do what my mother told me to do and walk around with a quarter between your niece. And I was like, how old um, is she? Okay, well she was she? Okay. Let's be clear. We're now I age myself already. She's older than she was older than me. I'm going to just, the, let's just assume I'm the oldest woman on the call. And so in that messaging and having conversations with at that age, right, middle school, high school around uh, having sex, being being sexually positive and having it be your choice, but still the message from the institution that I was working for was they don't get pregnant. And it was never choose to get pregnant. So having to find that, like when it was going to be your time, it was like, right. And I was like, oh, I thought it was. I thought I was doing such a good job. Uh, but I, when I think about it, like when you think back on it, that's that's the message that you're in young age how in for high school students and college students were like no 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 everything that you can do is against the planning. But this is such a nice kind to <laughs> throw it in there and progressive way to look at uh, your body as a woman, right? Like this is you you own it. You can You are a sexual being, you can enjoy sex, you can enjoy your life, and then you get to take responsibility and plan for your future and have both. Have your career, have a full life and plan for when you're gonna have your child or how many children or what that's gonna be like. I do have a question about therapy and IVF. So, and this is where my my question comes from. So I've also, obviously I've been doing this for a long time, seeing women lying on the couch. And one of the things that I have come across is that just the morning on, at, on when to stop, if you stop and what, what, so what sort of happened? And I know this is a very like analytic question that I'm asking, but I know (laughs) that like, because it, it can be, it there, what do we do? What do we do about that part? The end when it doesn't work, I guess is what I want to talk
2: about. Yes. So we see that in a number of ways. We see that not only with IVF, but recurrent miscarriage. And mm-hmm. it, it significantly affects women, their family, their environment. Um, you know, their sole focus is now on this because that's what they're wanting so much. And yes, we highly encourage women in these scenarios to, um, seek therapy. And then we here provide that to make it right. easier for them. Um, Um, And everyone handles it differently and some people have huge family supports and everyone that they know has been through IVF and they have that and if they have that support network that's great, but a lot of women don't. And so, yes, we definitely encourage the therapy part because it's, it's so much to go through the process to begin with Mm -hmm. Um, and, and your hopes and your dreams and everything into it and all the visits and every visit you're getting, you know, more excited. And then, you know, it doesn't work the first time and and you try again and it doesn't work the second time. And then you're sitting there going, okay, is this, is this ever going to happen? And why me? And so on and so forth. So absolutely therapy is a huge component of it.
1: And so the mental health services that you guys provide, is it long-term or is it more like short-term? Do you have like so social workers on site or a psychologist? What does it look like?
2: Yes. Um, not, not so much social workers, but um, actual therapists, psychiatrists access. Um, and really it's, it's what the patient needs. So, okay. you know, some of our patients, it's really, they just kind of want the more one-on-one kind of coaching through the process. Mm-hmm. And some it's a little bit longer term. Um, and I think another thing worth noting, especially now with COVID is that we had done a lot of virtual um, prior to just because that's where medicine's going. Um, but through COVID, that is 100% virtual. So the patient can even be in the comfort of her own home, um, mm-hmm. doing all of these sessions, but it's really patient dependent what whatever they need.
0: Okay. So now I, I just I have a question about my age group. I got to know. Do you offer workshops and services and conversations uh, for menopausal women?
2: So as of right now, we don't have workshops, but yes, we do see women of all ages. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is actually part of KindBody that we are working on building out now. So we have all of the basic GYN care and we're working on building all of the pieces. So we've added on now some minimally invasive surgeons, um, some physicians who are specializing in urogynecology which is very important um, throughout life but mainly we see it more postpartum after pregnancy and that could be a woman of any age and then also menopause and that's any type of urinary issues urinary leakage and so on and so we're getting into the later years of life with some of our specialists
0: now if you need a guinea pig
2: (laughs) absolutely um, just give me a call i'm i'm the i'm your girl We'd love it. Come on in. (laughs) You can tell us what else we need to add on because we are constantly growing and changing and trying to make, you know, even more services available. So again, we're a new company, but we're, we're getting there.
0: Well, I'm glad to know that you are thinking about it because I think, and definitely are actively adding on, there is that that phase that you'll go through, you all, you ladies that are hanging out with me today. And it is, it's still important to be as engaged and active and connected to your body. And I think that we don't have, well, I don't think I know there's not enough information. It's just starting to get out there. It's just that to talk about menopause in a more positive, Progressive way than a death, like that life is over, right? It's not over; it just got started. So there's so many things about it, and I'm happy to circle back and talk about it with you because I, I'm,
2: I, I love to talk
0: about it because I want to normalize it as much as possible.
2: I think that's huge. I think that's a huge message, um, and I, I, that's not my specialty, but that is something that I think is beyond needed. And in my prior practices, the number of women that I would see who say, no one talks about this. I didn't know. No one told me this This was going to happen or that was going to happen. That's It's not okay. It's not okay. We need Mm-mm. to know these things just as we need to know about our fertility and preventing pregnancy and desiring pregnancy. We need to know what happens after that time period in our life when, when no one's no longer there, no one's thinking about it. Yeah. So yes, I look forward to kind body really kind of branching into all of those areas as well. I think
1: there's so much shame that comes with it, right? With infertility, with miscarriage, with menopause. And so no one just, talk, they don't talk about it, right? And it feels like it's a secret. And you could have a girlfriend that you're really close to, and she's been through all of these things, and you could possibly talk to her, but you have no idea. Because for whatever reason in society, we just decided that, oh, we're just going to keep that a secret. So as far as information is concerned, do you guys do things like, you know, talking to people about fertility, about egg freezing? Do you guys have kind of like workshops or Zooms or, you know, things like that?
2: Yes, we do. And I think that is the best way for anyone who doesn't know anything about KindBody to get introduced to kind body. Mm-hmm. So one of our big um, seminars that we offer is called fertility 101. We just have one two days ago, um, nice. but they're always on our website. So we do try to do at least one a month. And um, they used to be in person. So each one of the offices would have them. But now with COVID, everything is virtual. So literally, anyone from anywhere can join. And as of this last one, um, we had people from um, all over the United States, Canada join. Um, So anybody can join. And basically what it is, is one hour of really learning more about egg and embryo freezing, a little bit about what happens after that process, meaning the IVF portion, if you use it. And it's really what we were just talking about in regards to, you know, up to this point, everyone's saying, you know, Don't get pregnant. How do you not get pregnant? And this takes that the step further. Of Okay, but now I want to or I want to in the future. How do I do that? What does this mean? What's the biology? How do we work through this? And so I think if anybody is wanting to know more about KindBuddy, sign up for one of these Zoom seminars. Look, there's the option to ask questions. So there's a chat where each of us physicians is on that chat. So as you're asking, you know, how much does it cost? How many eggs can I freeze? We're answering them in live time. We at the end have a Q and A. So for questions that have popped up multiple times, we'll address those. And then one other fun secret about it, at the very end, if you participate, Mm -hmm. um, there's often a a discount code. So if you are thinking about doing um, egg embryo freezing, any one of the procedures, IVF, whatnot, um, you can use that code for either an assessment or for going through one of the cycles. And it's a nice discount for, for these things. So even if you just hop on for that, Get some information, get a discount code and come see us.
0: That's amazing. I am going to make sure that uh, I spread that rumor out there. <laughs> Everybody Thank knows you. that they can get it. Um, when I, I want to circle back because we, you did say menopause is not your specialty, but mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about how you got in here. Like how did, how did this become your career path? How did you, how did you get here?
2: Yeah, my career path has been non-traditional, I think, in a lot of ways. My journey, um, I think you could never have predicted it. But I actually, very early on, um, literally in in grade school, decided that I wanted to go into medicine. And it was really more about junior high or so that I decided that women's health was where I wanted to be. And there were just many components of it that I just felt I could offer you know something to the field and you know there's so much variety and so that's where it started and so then the goal was medical school and I always wanted to be in New York so that was the next goal and getting here and so I did my residency at at Mount Sinai and then as you do when you graduate you want to go into a general practice so that you have experience with with everything and so that's what I did first and did a lot of obstetrics with that and enjoyed that. And then I wanted a little bit more in the management aspect. And I was also participating in a loan repayment program at the time. So there are certain facilities that you can practice. And so at that point I went and was the director of OBGYN at the Brinken Health Center in East Harlem and got an amazing experience and education there um, Not only on different health issues, but social issues, insurance issues, um, not to get anything political, but just learning more about our health system and where, where it fails and how it fails and how we really need to advocate for the underserved. And then from that point, I pivoted into private practice, which had been an original goal. And I just took these side journeys and worked in a private practice in Soho. And that was when I started to to fine tune my skills a little bit more and my interests in regards to I didn't do as much OB care. Um, I did some throughout that time, but really the focus on preconception counseling, fertility, helping women because I saw so many coming in and it was, you know, they were 38 or 39 and the light bulb came on and it was like, hey, I've been on birth control for this many years. I never wanted to get pregnant. And, but now I think I might. And what do I do about this? And, and so it just seeing so many women with, with that same question, I just started to kind of develop. Um, those type of programs at that practice. And then COVID hit, the world kind of got crazy. And then KindBody came along and I had actually trained with uh, Dr. Fahima Sasan in residency. Um, She's the founding physician of KindBody. And I don't remember the details now, but someone reached out to me and said, hey, you know would you would you want to talk to us and i said okay sure And um, tell me a little bit more and um as we got into it it just was beyond the perfect fit because it was what i was already trying to do with the practice i was in um and then combined the ability to also um, have some leadership roles some management that i had done previously and that was kind of the end of it and i said let's do it. So I started a couple months ago and it's been an amazing journey so far and the road ahead looks very bright.
0: Well, that is an amazing journey. And we're so glad that you landed at at Kind Body. It does sound like it's a perfect fit for you. I am looking forward to checking it out and being your menopause guinea pig. Uh, So we're at the end of our show, but it's time for the last hurrah. So you're up, Dr. Messager. Nisha's got two com- two questions for you. Got nothing to do with what you do. <laughs> All
1: right. Let's do it. Okay. So this is always a fun one. What kind of reality show would you appear on? <laughs> if given oh, the chance.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, this is, it's kind of a funny answer because I think if you would ask me this a couple years ago, it would have been a different question, but, um, there were some colleagues when I was doing obstetrics at NYU, um, that we had actually talked about this and we were like, we want to do an actual reality show of what it really is like to do OBGYN in New York city, because the things that you see on TV are not true. It's, it's crazy. You've got highs, you've got lows, you've got sleepless nights, you've got, you know, some of the best experiences experiences. experiences you'll ever have. Um, So I'm I'm kind of cheating, I think, in that answer. And and I would do that. But um, otherwise, I think outside of my career, I I would want to do something to do with um, food and travel. Um, Yeah, my dad and i traveled a lot before I met my husband. And and we still do. But we was mostly the two of us. And we always talked about, you know, if we could just do some show or some, you know, book or something where we could get paid to travel around and eat amazing food. That would be the most amazing job ever. I
1: love it. A father daughter duo. That yeah. would be new.
2: You know, what? Yes, you could, could sell that. You could Dr. sell it <laughs> and you
0: could deliver a baby on the way. I mean, I'm in.
2: Hey, you know what? Why not? I'm <laughs> 100% in.
0: I love it.
1: To a road trip throughout the United States. Yes.
2: to yes. babies Absolutely. and going out for dinner. Yes. I think it sounds like a great plan. And, you know, to be honest, I've had those experiences. When my dad's visited, we'd be out to dinner and I'd be like, oh, dad, sorry. Got to go. I hope you enjoy your food. <laughs> I'll see you later. Oh, it's Exactly. <laughs>
1: um, the other question, I think I came up with this question because I think about this all the time. What talent would you like to grow and
2: develop? Wow. Um, I honestly think this might be a boring answer, but it's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I mentioned, I love doing things with leadership and management. And I had throughout Literally since junior high, done all the, the leadership things and student council and and whatnot all the way through, um, actually through med school. And then I feel like once you get into your career, especially as a physician, if you're just practicing medicine, you you lose some of that. And so it's these are skills that I really want to focus on and, and have the ability to at Kind Body, which is amazing. So kind of learning how to manage teams, learning the business side of the practice, um, and kind of working my way up. So it sounds
1: like you really landed at the right place for you at the right time.
2: 100%. I couldn't be more grateful and more happy.
1: We're going to send you a link. We have an amazing workshop for
0: you on Thursday night with one of our clinicians who just got her doctorate in leadership and um, mental health and leadership, and she's doing a free workshop for us. So uh, that's just a little plug for Be Well and Dr. Victoria Rodriguez on Thursday (laughs) night. Um, But it's... I think you love it. That's exciting though. I love what is happening over there at Kind Body and couldn't be more grateful that you spent the morning with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: This was such an amazing experience. I hope that uh, more women are going to become more educated about their health and wellness. And if we can help do that by doing things like this, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to share this information with my clients because I bring it up in session. Yeah, I asked about, all right, right, in the 30s, like what's going on? Are we having a baby? Like, what do we want to do? So I think it's so important. And so I'm glad to know I have a place that I can refer them to um not just for the treatment but for information which is mm-hmm. i think is huge so yeah. thank you so much for taking the time today to spend with us it's been really great yeah, i really I enjoy having you <laughs> i know i thank have you. too i'm like i'm so excited i'm going to share it all
0: we also we have an all female team so i'm going to share it with the team there's so many things so many levels um but but we unfortunately we do have to stop. Anisha. Oh, but
1: wait. I think Dr. Messenger, can you give everyone your um, Oh, right. your website Tell- and all of the information where they can oh, yes. find you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So, kindbody.com and then we also have if you want to to call cuz some patients like to still do that. It's 1855 kindbody. K N D Body, and you can find all the information about Kind Body, all of the providers. There's pictures and bios and everything you want to know. Thank you so much, and Diana, I have to tell everybody that we have
1: a really exciting live event. So be real, oh, we'll be right. going live January twenty eighth at seven p.m. We are going to be talking anti-racism in the room, and so we'll be having a conversation with other therapists. So. Um, I'm super excited about it, Diana. Do you want to tell them anything else? Um, I am as
0: excited as you
1: are. It is our (laughs) first
0: live event, and we are celebrating uh, 50 episodes of Be Real. <laughs> Quote launched a, in a pandemic. Launched in a <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and uh, we have some really interesting uh, panelists that you and I are going to be asking a lot of questions to and really challenging how we are approaching our work and our learning and what we've learned and how we've learned and how we can move forward as clinicians, making sure that we are paying attention to the world and what's going on in the room and how how we're making it better instead of making it worse. (laughs) Do we have anything else? No, I think we could sign off now. You ready? I don't know. I think so. Living in a pandemic. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash Wash your hands hands and wear the damn mask.
1: mask. Wear it. Thank you guys.
0: (laughs) We are not done wearing the mask. Okay. We're going to stop here and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Be Real Podcast. Stay connected to us and subscribe to Be Real wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you are feeling it, how about a five-star review? If our conversation sparked a question, join us in the Be Real Podcast Facebook group. We hope that you have walked away with some new insights, curiosities, and ideas to better help you on your journey to mental wellness and overall well-being. I encourage you to go to BeWellPsychotherapy.com and check out our services and programs. Again, that's BeWellPsychotherapy.com. Okay, we have to stop here, but I'll see you next week.